Come to you again and this wonderful evening today. It is um, actually episode number 11. So, I see. We are speaking to episode 11 today and coming to you after a wonderful weekend and a busy week. Actually, you know what? Today, uh, we are on episode 12. I don't know how I got that mixed up um, for a moment, but um, yeah. It's good to be live with you all again and kind of look to you for uh, guidance and advice and and sharing a lot of good knowledge. Uh, it's done through dialogue of speaking. Do you, do you hear that a lot? Do you reference that a lot? Meaning... You have a tradition, you have a foundation that you speak to. It's also in reference to your teachings, how you've been taught, who you learn from, and how those instill into your lives as a person. And so, um you think about it, you know about it, your family speaks to it, and they they want you to follow a harmonious path of some of us reference as you follow a harmonious path. And I just wanted to iterate again and remind you of such things in life, how we start our day. Last episode, we talked about you do it with prayer, and now you reference doing things actively in your lifestyle and who you are as a individual. And I just wanted to, again, really stress this. Um, you have respect, you have reverence. You take care of yourself. You have limits. Thoughts and concerns for yourself. And each one of those areas allow you to stay within a reverence of who you are as a person. In the Navajo way, we call ourselves Balashlai. We're five fingers. We have five fingers. Balashlai. You have this ability to create things, to live a life, 
and it's your fingers that allow you your hands allow you to create things and to create opportunities for yourself we are those people of the earth we are of the land and that's also who we are those that are up there in the sky are those folks folks are those deities and holy people that we pray to we have people that we look up to that we pray for that we pray to and we ask them to bless our lives and we go through this process of harmonious living as it's such a beautiful feeling and i hope you feel that i hope you feel the beauty of this life inna inna meaning life you hope you feel the harmonious existence of who you are as a person and i always speak to this a lot and i always think about it when you're first born when a baby's first born they make a, their first cry it is so beautiful and that first cry is a is a declaration to the holy people that i am now here and you brought me here and i will live here and you live that process of beauty and harmony and being raised as a child and growing up and living your life you live a long harmonious life and the Navajo way, our, our, our longevity here on earth is 102. 102 years old is how long we're supposed to be here on this earth. And I remember learning about this from my grandparents, from other people who I, who I um, look up to and reference in, in my belief, and it's... It said 102 years old is how old you are supposed to be and how old you're supposed to be living your life in that process of uh, the journey and pathway towards your your older life as you are here as a person. 102, why 102? 102 because during... During a long time ago, during the shoe game, a get There's a hundred and two of those yucca sticks, the counter that they use. A hundred counters plus two longer ones are used for um, shoe game. So the winter is coming upon us now. The weather's changing. Well, it doesn't feel like it again. It feels like we're going back in the summer. But the, the weather starts to change. And the shoe game starts. starts. All those things start up again. And winters, winter ceremonies are my favorite. Um, just because my grandparents were always all about winter. Winter. Uh, and I, I used to go with them to all of that. And I want to talk about my initiation in the Yebuche and how that process happened and what I went through to become uh, a Ye'i. Um, 
and also participation in Keshje shoe game. And my grandparents were very active in shoe game. My grandma loved shoe game. My Che loved shoe game. And those are cherished memories that I will have for the rest of my life. And knowing that I was able to participate with them and be there and still participate to this day. Uh, but not actively, just to be there and, and enjoy the songs and, and what have you. But um, the ground hasn't frozen yet. There's no frost out. And the moon hasn't shifted yet. So we're still in that transitioning from summer to fall and then fall to winter. Once that first frost shows up, then you know we can start talking a lot more about um, the winter ceremonies. But um, 102 years old is where that comes from, from the yucca, from the yucca uh, counters that they use in Keshje. And as you know, through Khachine dance, through the emergence of the Navajo people, there was a separation that happened. There's also the reference in regards to the animal, as you, I guess you would say, the animal kingdom and the um, two-legged walking, the uh, and how that started and where the animals were trying to figure out which side they would sit on, if they were day animals, night animals, how the day would be separated from day to night. All those things were in the creation process, were being established and put into place. And so that's where that reference comes from. Having 102 years of your age as a Navajo is referenced back to the first shoe game and those counters that are existent in the Keshjate and also, again, going back to Khajine Dan, to the emergence of the Navajo people into the current fourth world. So um, as we move forward here, I appreciate all of you again coming and listening to what I have to say. And as I have always said, these are things that I've, I've been taught and I've learned, and it's how I was raised. And these are things that I um, picked up as I've grown and matured. And I've been thankful to have my grandparents, my Che, my parents as well, teach me these ways. And this is what I share. Regionally, things change. Regionally, people have different beliefs. They have a different process, no matter, depending on where you come from. If you're from New Mexico, Arizona, if you're a certain part of Arizona. So there's a lot of different beliefs and outviews. And of course, um, it's always good to accept and be have an open mind of how this process works and how we all live here as Nohokati and the and we are here to live together harmoniously and do good things in this life that we have. So as we uh, move forward from here, again, I just would like to reiterate the importance of through the process of living this life it's your thinking. You use your mind and your thinking abilities. Meaning the planning process. How do you plan your day? How do you plan to meet your goals and your accomplishments? The everyday existence of who we are. And I and I want to talk about that a little bit, and also again, see has sin meaning reflecting. And I went through this recently. 
So as you all already know, and I've been sharing with you that I was going to be uh, not at Central Fair this past weekend, and I was going out to to Sin City or Clark County or Las Vegas, Nevada or Viva, whatever you want to call it. But I um, was able to travel out this past weekend on Friday, and I went with um, two of my wonderful friends, uh, relatives, and we we left to Las Vegas on Friday, last Friday, and we went to the Beyonce concert that happened on Saturday. So um, the the inception of this plan or this trip was built upon a a not a whim but just of a gift a gift of love and everything that that allowed me to buy these tickets back in the spring so because um homegirl beyonce was not on concert you know regularly she doesn't do concerts she hasn't done it i don't know for the past so many years and she finally dropped the new album renaissance and then the the tour came out so um I bought these tickets because um, I had a friend um, who wanted to go, and this was a birthday gift, and this was supposed to be a a sign or a um, a symbol of of you know of who I am. I care for people, I love people, and I just want them to enjoy life. And so um, this is what that was, and this was bought back in the spring, and I invested a lot of money into these tickets and I bought three of them but of course um, through the these past couple of months things changed and he was no longer part of the conversation so I didn't know what to do and I was trying to figure out what happens now and how do I try to sell these tickets but I'm a, I'm a big believer in that process of enough and I did a lot of reflecting Siha Sinegi. And I and I reflected back on how this started and where we were, how it got to this point several months later. Because these tickets were purchased back in March or April. And now it's August. So there was a process to get here. And so I, I just I just um thought about it a lot and of course I I tried to figure out a way out of it, and I um, I didn't have any opportunities to do such. So again, um, resorting to my close circle, I have a very small circle, and my small circle consists of two people, <laughs> and of course um, that you know, and of course I have my family circle too, and that's you know just my parents and my aunts and. My uncle's my little brother, and that's separate. And that stays there, and nobody bothers that. And then I have my my circle of um, people that I trust, who are very close to me, that know, and you all have those folks that know everything and anything, and you can come to them with anything and everything. And of course, you know, you you grow that circle, you let people in, you let people out. And that happened. And I think over the past 
five or ten years, that circle expanded. It included quite a bit of folks who were good friends of mine. And then it got small and smaller and smaller and smaller. And it really got small when the pandemic happened, where it was just two of us. And then it got small because the limitation of social interaction with other people and of course those choices you make to be within this small circle that you really don't communicate with other folks outside of that with with everyday things with issues with life with the most personal emotions and and everything you're you're very careful of that and so that's how I was and that that's how I've become and that's how I am now there's a lot of things that only just one person knows and I trust him I trust I trust him with all of that and so I started to go through this change over the past couple of years I've noticed it I witnessed it and I just kept thinking like maybe this will prolong and things will get better but it didn't and I already knew it there were signs there was all these things that you know caused the red flag and so eventually that ended and there's always been one person that I've trusted with my feelings my emotions and of course um, that leading up to the past couple of months was you know the person that I trusted with my emotions and so when the when the trip was being planned um, uh, we really didn't have a plan up until the day before really and I tried to sell the tickets and I couldn't I I looked everywhere I tried I tried through Ticketmaster and I even asked some folks if they were interested in them but once they heard the price they were like hell no are you crazy you know so I was like yeah I know you, you do things for for the moment and this is what you end up with sometime but I didn't want to lose out on this and I'm more about the experience of, of the of the of the event so um, the tickets were what they called um, pure honey which is the beside the stage so you were literally like right there the other seating was Renaissance which is literally in front but um, these were like the most closest you could get to homegirl Beyonce. And so I um, thought, I have a feeling, I, ha I have this belief in an, an abundance of my surroundings. When my late uncle was still here, uh, we conducted some ceremonies and there was always this one particular part that I would always think about. And it was called Nohostan uh, Biyin meaning the the earth prayer the earth's existence around you and i would um reference back to that a lot and and i would think about that i would think the hosan being and through that through that prayer song it asks for the surrounding natural elements of the earth to protect me to watch over me whether it's the animals whether it's the the wind whether it's the breezes and the trees and 
when we go on walks at, at lunch, I share I share some of this with with my friend and I tell him, I said, um, this right here, this is the entrance into the earth. And you put your offering right here. And it's usually done in the mountain area. And these little these little um these little curly looking weeds is how you get into the earth and you provide your offering is what I've learned. And of course I also share other things like um the blue the blue corn pollen that comes from a certain flower and how that looks and when you harvest that. Of course you know regular tkatadin which is from the corn but not but it comes from a certain plant and that's harvested at a certain time and is the most holiest element of that you can possess which are mostly for medicine people but I, I share those things and I and I know that the abundance of is watching over us watching over me protects me keeps me safe i i think of that every single moment and every day if there's one thing that the animals know the the earth knows the wind the sky the clouds the rocks the sand they know they're they they're alive and that's how i believe enough enagi the the, uh, the existence of life is in everything and that's what i kept thinking about when we were going because um we left but um this trip wasn't meant for any one of us and the person that this trip was meant for was no longer part of my life so it was like you know how do we take this these steps to to go and be there and be remorsed but I, I I also believe that things happen for a reason and that this trip was planned by someone else who had the desire to go and I would have never been in that moment I would have never bought that glittery tuxedo jacket I would have never wore those fancy sparkly shoes none of those things if it weren't going back to the springtime when all this was planned, not knowing what the next months would bring and the change in the situation for me and how I couldn't sell the tickets and how we ended up going and how we faced complications to get there. So I also believe that too, like if there's hurdles to get to a certain point of what you're doing, there's something wrong. And, I, and that happened when we first left you know we first left and then um one of one of my friends her she took the keys to the vehicle that remotely starts the the ride her mom was in so we had to turn around and drive back about another hour to deliver those keys and then finally go again so it was a very long trip and it felt like a long trip over and it felt like a long trip back but um got there had a wonderful dinner at Ruth Chris and laughed and enjoyed everything about being there and why we were there because we were there for the concert and of course going shopping the next day 
and enjoying everything about being there as well and not being worried, not being worried about anything, not being worried about hostility, not being worried about nothing, just being there in the moment. Everything we did was in the moment. We were in the moment that first night when we we got a B tattoo and I never in my world thought I would ever get a tattoo. It's the smallest little thing, but it, it means a lot. And it symbolizes that for me. And if I think about this being planned for me by an ultimate power and not knowing it, this symbolizes that. And stepping outside of the box and thinking differently and doing something out of my norm. Because I more than likely would not have been there. I more than likely would not have planned it. I more than likely thought, no, it's not for me. I'll just stay around. And I'm that person. I guess you could call me my dad. You know, my dad's like that. He likes to make sure he's home taking care of the sheep, the horses, the animals. But um, I enjoyed myself so much. I've never had that much fun. And then eventually on Saturday, getting into the venue was a challenge. We were sent all over the place. There was no step-by-step process of like, you go here, you go there. It was a challenge to get inside. You had to have certain, you you had to have earned all these bracelets to get to the seat. And that was a big discouragement to us because it was like, you know what? I give up. It was like that. It just got to that point because exhaustion, it was so hot, wearing these fancy clothes that we normally don't wear. And, but we finally made it. And then Homegirl came out and that's the rest of the night. And it was wonderful. And then coming home, I remember I drove there and I drove back. And I remember coming home and I saw Doko Sleed, the Chitli Zil. And that's our sacred mountain, San Francisco Peaks. And we reference it as the Chitli Zil. And I was, I felt like I'm coming back because this officially closed that chapter for me this officially finished off that part of my life and now i can officially you know move forward and be free of that weight and of course you know it it it, i felt like that at the beginning of it and i felt even more rejuvenated by it and we came upon the mountain and we were driving through the trees and it just felt like a cleansing a cleansing of my spirit, of my soul, of the very inside of me that I felt a new life again. And it was such a wonderful feeling because I was with people that I care a lot about who hold everything about me. And so as as I drove back and then I saw the Chitlitzit in the rearview mural after we left Flagstaff coming back home and the sun was setting again I said a prayer to myself and I just thought yeah there were challenges to get to that point and you know how you hear in the creation stories about um, how they were journeying to the sun and they faced all these obstacles and then once they got there everything paid off It felt like that. It felt like getting there 
there was all these obstacles that you had to go through but once you accomplished and were done it felt it felt like freedom in anything that you do whether it's going to school and earning your degree whether it's getting a job and getting a promotion and applying for a job then you finally get the job offer whether you're going through tech school and you finally get your certificates whether you're becoming a a welder and then one day you are the welder whether you're going through anything whether you want to buy the new vehicle and you finally get it or you're trying to build up your credit and you finally have good credit or you're trying to you know build your own home and you build it where you build a hogan where you mortgage your own house where you grow so it felt like that i know it might be simple and small because it was just a concert but it was amazing and it felt so rejuvenating to come back and start a new week and today's wednesday august 30th and it's been wonderful i you see I feel good about it. I'm happy about it. I thought about it. I think about it. I, I, I thought deeply about this whole thing. And that's what I referenced back to is how this led up to that. And, you know, as you can already tell, the my teachings and my upbringing exist in everything that I do. And that was part of this whole process, even going out to you know, Las Vegas and, and being there and coming back, there was still that existence of my teachings, my background, my upbringing, what this means and how I interpret it every day through life. So, you know, as we move forward, um, we'll have more dialogue. We'll talk more about our upbringings and our traditional beliefs. I'm looking forward to sharing the winter stories with you and as the weather gets warm or warm as the weather gets cold um, probably not too much detail but just lightly my own experiences in that area and um how how we live our lives as and what we what we stand for in that process of and having reverence as who we are as Navajo people, as people of the earth and children of the holy people. And of course, um, it's been a challenge coming back too because um kind of went through a few things um, professionally and trying to address those issues. But it, I always think back to the reference of, 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 of taking care of yourself. Having your limits. Your limits and everything that you are about and where you are. Having your limits in your existence. Having limits in what you put out there and how you share things with people. Being very limited. And I'm going back to that small circle that I have. And that's my limit. I have my limits. And I'm careful what I share. I'm careful what I put out there. And I hope you do the same too. You protect the most things you want to keep protected. Because this world can be very, very cruel. I've learned that. I've learned that through the pandemic. I've learned that now after the pandemic, the world can be very cruel. And we can be very mean to each other. And we use all these tools and resources to do it. And our, our most dependable resource for that social media People are very 
quick to get on that, express things, and then people like to, you know, pick it up. It, it becomes juicy. A yoshikanya, a says, a yoshikan. Hanegi adzao, hanegi e yoshikan. It tastes good, and you want to devour it, you want to enjoy it, you want to share it. That's that going back to that teaching of na yegi, a says, do tlegi do bish tien you go back to those original monsters of when we first came here and our twin warriors tried to fight them off. Try to get rid of these bad things. Especially jealousy. Especially laziness. And and we we don't don't hunger. All those things can create and stir up emotions in you. You really don't know a person until they speak up. Nowadays, there's really not much of that. There's really not much that people speak up to. They would rather do it behind a keyboard. They would rather do it behind a phone screen. But when you sit down and let's talk about this that don't exist, then I believe that wholeheartedly and to the folks that do come forward, it, it's a good resolution to the situation. But then you have folks that would rather stay on that side away from you and put things out there so that everybody else can pick it up and say, oh, You know, you've heard that reference of We'll talk about in the next episode, but it, it, it's, it's good in a bad way. And when, when one of my friends was telling me that he was listening to me, listen to someone tell me a story, and he said, your facial expressions, when you, when you were into that story, you were like, oh, you know, you went, oh, like you lost your breath. And then you went, Ashani. And then your, your, your voice went higher. And then you were like, yeah. You kept saying those things every time this person was telling you their story. It must have been Jeanette because you were like, you had these facial expressions. You covered your mouth. You kept saying, yeah. And Ashani. And oh, you know, I kept doing those things and I. I catch myself now and I'm like, oh, God, I, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that because someone's going to make fun of me about how am I making my facial expressions or gestures because I'm so into it. Hey, it tastes real good and you want to know more and you want to share it. And then you next know you go to someone else and say, you know, and then the story changes after that. Then the story changes after that. Then someone adds their own thing to it. Then it becomes something that it shouldn't have never become from the very beginning. Be careful of that. Be careful how you you dive into that conversation, into that pool, because it can possess you and you become like those people.
So, it is good to, to good to share with you good messages. Uh, it's good to again be here before you and and sh- and, and share with you an awesome day, an awesome week. We're in the middle of the week. We're moving forward. We have things to do into the weekend. Come by Nav Arts and Craft Enterprise on Saturday. We have Native Boba Tea uh, who will be set up. There are events to kick off of the Navination Fair starts this weekend. Navination Fair is next week. So be ready for that. I will have a Navination Fair uh, special edition next week. So we'll call that the frustrations of the fair, right? There's already people marking out their temporary homesite lease in Winderock. Down the way, they're putting up their their barriers and barricade. I even saw someone out there um, pulling the weeds, and I thought, "Yosh, oh yeah, that must that they must really, really want to watch the parade." Is what I thought. So anyway, someone's in my driveway, according to my Alexa. But um, enjoy yourselves. Have a very peaceful evening. Share a lot of love. Share a lot of opportunities. Share a lot of good messages and positivity with each other. And continue to do good things for yourselves. Continue to grow and be better. Continue to motivate yourselves. Motivate your relatives, your friends, your family. Keep your circles close to you. Protect them. Watch them. And remember, Mother Nature is out there. And she's also protecting and watching over you too. Have a beautiful rest of your week. Thank you very much again for listening in on this podcast. Please keep in mind that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests, and they do not necessarily reflect the official position or policy in regards to JT Woolley. While we make every effort to provide accurate and up-to-date information, the content of this podcast may not always reflect the most current news, developments, or those of everyone's belief or background. Ahyahat.